Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Hello, my smooners. I hope everyone is doing really well. So today, this is, um, I think, a taping that I've been wanting to do for about over a week now. Um, I've been watching the documentary on HBO, I believe, and then and then just as I was done with that, there was another one. I think on either Stars or Showtime, starting on the same topic, and. Um, Today I was I was watching I think the second episode on that one and now and I uh, was taking my little notes about things things I was going to talk about and then just as I was taking my note the little flash came over saying Nexium Guru gets 120 years in prison in sex slaves case and I just almost passed out. <laughs> oh my god, I totally almost passed out and. Well, the funny thing is, or or I don't know if I should say it's the funny thing. I think at the end of the day, what did him in and his crew was he finally messed with the wrong powerful person. You know, he finally he finally messed with the the one per with with one person who just thought who's who wanted to show him or prove a point that. You could mess with anybody else, but you're not going to mess with me. Because this guy has been in business for years. Well, how old is he now? He's like 60. Keith Ranieri. And when you watch the, 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 um, I'm really, I just, I'm going right in because it's, there's a lot, (laughs) you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot. I'm like, where do I begin? Um, so this guy has a an ex, it's called ESP executive success program i think really should be executive sales program but executive success program i think is what it's called and um the name of the the group or what they call themselves is nexium nxivm and basically they're supposed to be some uh training program that helps with the digital self help and and things, little things like helping you get over ticks and, and, you know, problems that you may have, like anxiety problems, smoking, you know, whatever. And for some reason, it appealed to more, a lot of these artsy people, you know, people who are in the arts, people who are, you know, models, actors, things like that, people with, with money. This is the program that he had. People are shelling out five thousand, six thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars to take classes that are like a week, two weeks, or something like that. And they they pull you in because now you've paid this much, it's a lot of money, you've taken a class. Then they tell you, you know, you can 
join us and you can, you too can make some money, you know, with this thing. And I don't understand why it is that a lot of these people who paid the money into this, they didn't do the research for this guy. I don't know what the setup of the business is. I don't know if it's set up as a nonprofit or whatever it is, but it's just very mind boggling to me that so many people bought into this. Um, and now they're crying about it. You know, they're calling it a cult and all. <laughs> just, it's funny. Okay, so let's go back. Let's talk about this guy, the Keith Rainier guy, the guy who has been sentenced to 120 years life in prison. He's 60 now, 120. That's, <laughs> they're telling him, you know, you're going to jail and you're going to die there pretty much. But in this documentaries that I watched, the first one I watched is The Vow. It was interesting to me because it was the vow. I thought, what is this? A vow of secrecy, vow of marriage? What type of vow is it or whatever? And I said, let me get into it. Now, many, many, many years ago, I used to watch Smallville. I loved, I love, I love all these super, superhero things. And I remember when I watched Smallville, Alison Mack was my favorite character. You know, she's the, she was my favorite in the whole show, even more so than Superman himself. And um, she just seemed very bright and and spunky and fun and and all that. She bought into this whole Nexium thing and her story, her own story is like the one that takes the cake. And I remember hearing like maybe after the show went off the air um, that, um, you know, she was involved in some kind of uh, sex cult or something like that. And I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. So anyway, this guy, Keith Ranieri, way, 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 way back in the day, he had uh, some kind of multi-level marketing program that got him in trouble. And he just stopped doing that business and disappeared and, and there was no more talk of it. Then fast forward to him meeting up with whatever her name is, the Nancy uh, Nancy lady, who is a psychologist or something. And she practices this, uh, what is it called? Neuro, wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. I'll tell you what it is. Neuro-linguistic uh, programming and hypnosis. She she practices that. She met up with this guy. And and of course, documentaries are gonna tell you their story from a certain person's perspective. There's a lot of, I mean, so many people, different people who are tied to him could do their own different documentaries, and you would find out other layers to this guy. But they touted this guy as like a genius, like like he's so smart. He, he speaks several different languages. He, he's, um, he was the goodest book of records. He's, uh, 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 martial arts. I mean, he was like Superman, let anyone tell it. And then finally they, (laughs) finally they show this guy, (laughs) And he's like an imp, like he's he's really short, right? And and, and um, he's very hairy. I bet he has a lot of back hair, and that's disgusting. I like I like hair on the head. 
some, you know, depends on the chest, the back, just, I can't do it. I cannot do hair on the back, but he seems like someone who has tons of hair on his back, just the way he looked and, um, a lot of back hair, you know, and maybe even stomach hair. Stomach hair isn't cute. Chest hair is, is sexy, but okay. That I just going back to what he looks like. He's just not a very attractive person. And I've, I don't know that I've ever been the person who just 100% goes for looks like, um, of course, when you see someone, you're attracted to the person and then, and then you talk to them. Now, if I met someone who was very attractive and I talked to, to, to the person and there was nothing in between the ears, then it was a turnoff, but then I'd have to, to be attracted to him first, right? To talk to him unless, unless he was already talking before I saw him, <laughs> you know? So this sort of guy, I would never even want to talk to him. It's how unattractive he is. So it's amazing to me that he, he had a sex slave cult, whatever he wants to be in bed with this guy. I don't know. So anyway, this Nexium group, they, they, um, it's supposed to be a self-help thing. The one, the vow, the one I watched on HBO, the lady that was telling the story when she started off, the, I, it, it was very obvious to me that a lot of them got sucked into that group because of the physical attraction they had for whoever it was that was talking to them about it. It was very much, oh my God, he's cute. And then they went on and then they came out of their pocket with tons of money and then they were, they were sold. So this girl joined the group because of this guy who she was very much attracted to. Uh, I don't think he was as attracted to her as she was to him, but now she's in. And then he goes on pulling in more girls. He finally met one that he was, he was equally attracted to and he got married to her and she, they're calling themselves best friends now. And she found some other guy who's actually quite cute. And then he, she got married to that one and they're all marrying themselves in this little group. I guess that's why they're calling themselves a cult, but it's a, a multi-level marketing thing. And that's what that guy, Keith Ranieri did. That's, that's what he knows. Um, that's where his knowledge base is. And what he has done is he's taken the science of MLMs and made it transferable. He's moved it from one non-product, non-service to another pseudo service, so to speak. And that's what he's been doing. Now he's met up with influential people, people who have, who could, who actually have, you know, a name like the Nancy lady who's, you know, she's, I, I don't want, I don't know if you want to say she's renowned or whatever in her field or whatever. She's that. And then the Brothman sisters who have daddy's money, right? So there's all this money around him. There's all this other talent around him. And it's, it's all women, mind you, all women making this guy shine. Now there are guys involved. I think the guys have this uh, their, their group is in this Nexium now had it's like an octopus with several tendrils and just growing different different little tendrils and and setting up different businesses different different sects right coming up and all of it is about making money you know and it's there 
People are joining, bringing in their money. They're bringing their family and friends. Those ones are bringing in their money. And I mean, go read up on, on how multi-level marketing businesses work. That's how it is. Now, whether you want to call it an MLM, a cult, or anything, can you really blame the person who told you about the business? Or do you blame yourself when you go into it, cult, MLM, whatever you want to call it, and you go into it, having heard the spiel that this person has given you, right? Not thinking that it's ridiculous. You 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 give somebody your five. I'm not even going to go into the people who give twenty thousand and ten thousand. Let's stick to the five thousand people. You take five thousand dollars. You give it to somebody for someone to tell you stuff that you probably already know, or even add extra junk into just absolute rubbish that makes no sense. Just throw some words together. Um, tell you stuff that you know and other stuff that that when you hear it, you know is gibberish. But you take it, and that's it's five thousand dollars worth of your life, your time. Who's to blame? Is it the person who gave you the spill, or you that bought into it? An adult, mind you. I, so here, this is the thing, and this is what I'm finding out about the world today, and things that are happening. You know. The world is, it's, it's like bizarre world. It's like upside down now. Now, little children are, are being made or, or are expected to make adult decisions when they shouldn't have to. And then adults are not taking responsibility for their own decisions and you know the things that they they agree to do i watched all the 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 um episodes and nobody there was was under 20 now there was a little um some one of the guys who left had a running blog about this group and I'm, this is something a business has been in existence for over 20 years now so many people have tried to bring them down, but you know, finally the the right person has done the job because the Seagram, the the Brofman daughters or whatever their dad is, a Seagram's executive. I mean, he ha- has some sort of clout, but he obviously didn't do enough or couldn't do well enough. I guess he couldn't because his daughters are supporting this guy, right? Never sit back down, but um. He, I just, I, when I think about it, I'm just like, who does that? Okay. Well, you, you, I, and I'm not, go search for it, you know, watch this thing for yourself and make up your mind from the things that you hear. But I, I, he's obviously, you know, maybe a genius. So he must be somehow. I don't know what it is. But it's laughable to me that anybody would see this guy, sit down and listen to him talk. Some of the mess he says is just absolutely ridiculous. They sit down there, they eat up this stuff. 
and give this guy his give this guy their money give this guy their time give this guy their body so the the part that just really really took me to some other level um jeez i've forgotten all their names this one lady this i she's the one who started from the vow she's the one who who got upset because here comes Allison Mack, who's rising through the up the ranks, um, their little stripe code or whatever, and she gets to Proctor before this other girl. Why have I forgotten her name? Well, I don't remember her name anyway. Um, she wanted to get up there, and she would complain all the time that she's not getting up, up there. And it was really just about the fact that she wasn't making as much money because she wasn't where she needed to be to make all this money. And all of a sudden, all the stuff that they were doing wasn't making sense to her. And so she decided she was married to one of the executive directors. Um, forget the guy's name. But I'm not here to tell you about the story. I'm just talking about how ridiculous the story is. So she goes to her husband and says she doesn't, she's not buying into anything these people are doing anymore. It's getting ridiculous. Um, you know, they're trying to get her into this so-called sorority and the things that they're saying don't make sense to her. So now that's just, I'm going to cut straight to this so-called sorority, DOS, Dominus Obsequious Sororium. It's a group of girls. I think Alison Mack is at the top of it. And she is asking women in the group to come and join that it's exclusive to just women, top tier women, um, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you, you know, reach your highest potential. But in order for you to get in, you have to give me collateral. The collateral you're going to give me is something that if it ever got out, it would destroy you. Okay. Um, are you ready to do that? And you, a, a, a person with a brain, says, sure. <laughs> and you go and you give this person a secret that could destroy you. And it's legit because they'll ask you to notarize it or videotape it or whatever. People are sending in nude photos of themselves or whatever. They're handing it over to Alison Mack. They don't even have the full details of what they're getting into. They're just, they just really want to get in. So they give her this information. Then she breaks it to them that, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be your master and you're going to be my slave. You're going to do everything I tell you to do. But hey, before we get way, way, way deep into it, how about we get like tattoos? It's, it's, it's really a branding. Now, again, Branding is what people do. There are a lot of of, of uh, um, fraternities that people brand themselves, you know, with their with their numbers and or their letters or whatever. But <laughs> the brand <laughs> and you know the, the brand that they gave these women were by their private parts, and it was it was the initials of Keith and Alison Mack. And these women gave their bodies to these things. So who is to blame, really? Who is to blame? We're not talking about children here. We're talking about adults, people who have 
who are married. Some of them are in relationships with other people. They have kids. They would ready to throw them their lives away to get into this program. This 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 little secret society of women who are at this one midget guy's um, beck and call. Who really is to blame? So, <laughs> so this one India girl is in this cult. She was there for like six years. She started, she was there 20 to 26 or something like that. You know, her mother, the, the Oxenberg lady, um, Catherine, who is descendant of royalty, right? <laughs> She's the one who actually introduced her daughter to the group, self-help or whatever. But then after she noticed a few things, she was like, nah, this is not, but she's already put in so much money into it, but the daughter wants to stay because the daughter is being told that, Hey, you rely so much on your mother. Why don't you want to be yourself? And she's in this group. She is in this actual sex group. And this Catherine fought to the end to get her daughter out of it. Apparently from the, from the, um, the documentary. But again, who is to blame? They they took they fought so hard to take this case to the district attorney, FBI, everything. FBI said, "Listen, you know what? You have to come with more. You know, is there money laundering? Is there sex trafficking? Are there those things? You're not gonna. I can't bring a case against a guy because an adult person." decided to have sex. Nobody forced them, nothing like that. Decided to have sex with somebody else, you know, or, or brand themselves. None of that was forced. You wholeheartedly said, yes, go ahead and brand me. Go ahead. I'm going to have sex with this imp. You know, this, this is what, um, you decided to do. And so who's to blame? I'm sorry. I, I don't feel badly that for these, any of these women, um, a lot of them, there's a lot of innuendo in, in the, in the documentaries that make it seem as if they were actually hypnotized, brainwashed or, or whatever. I'm not sure how that works. Maybe it is, maybe there are, you know what? Okay. Let me, let me, let me step back a little bit. Maybe there are people who are susceptible to things like that. You know, there are people who, it has to be that. I mean, that has to be the case. I don't know because I don't think I am. And I don't think anything like that has happened to me or will ever happen to me. But, um, you know, I know of multi-level marketing businesses. I know that, you know, people have tried to get me into them, you know, and then I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just not something that I, 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 you know, I, it has to be something I enjoy doing, you know, and I have, I've done, I did one, one of my friends was really ill and I got into it for her and everything only for her. It wasn't because I, I, let's just say for her prior to that, I got into one other one, the products were excellent, you know, but at the end of the day, those 
businesses only work for the person who is really at the top. And that's just the way it is. It's either that or you understand that you're in it because you like the products that you're selling and you're really just buying the product or putting money in for yourself. You're not going to make any money so much. Or you could, you know, obviously, if you have a really good product. There, there are those businesses out there, the Avons, the Olays, the, the not Olays, um, what's it? Mary Kay's and, and uh, Avon's and things like that. They've been out there for a very long time. They're, some of them are really, really good products. And yes, it makes sense to do that. But again, it's it's a sort of community type feel and that's how that works. But, you know, everybody teach their own. However, I can't, I, I find it very, very hard to feel sorry for any adult who claims they have, and, and, and a lot of these people, again, like I tell you, they're very, very, a lot of people who got into this, we're talking about children, um, Mexican president or something, you know, very, very rich people. The first, the vow, um, Christian Kirk, a, a lot of these, um, uh, Smallville actors and, and Battlestar Galactica actors, you saw different celebrities in this group. And, and why does, why is it that stuff like this just appeals to a certain group of people? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, this was the, the, it was the most disgusting thing that I'd, I'd ever heard. Um, till this day, a bunch of the girls who are involved in this cult have not a lot of them didn't even come out to talk on the on the documentary. The one woman um, showed us her branding, and even her story was disgusting. And she was so happy that you know the New York Times wrote about her and things like that. And I'm like, really, what you probably want to do is sit down and think about your your behavior and and what got you. Even after you you're married to a, an ex, someone who you claim to have loved, you have your child. That wasn't enough for you. Why you had? And they all apparently, all of them had sex with this this imp. <laughs> it's it's the funniest thing, and the saddest thing at the same time. But I don't know. I may be off base or whatever. But I would like for someone who is. Um, I, I want to say a professional, like a psychiatrist or psychologist who understands this sort of behavior. I'd love to hear from someone saying, explaining to me how very possible these things, this thing can be. And, and if it's possible that it only, only a certain group of people um, fall prey to situations like this. That's really what I'd like to know, because from where I'm standing, I don't feel sorry for any of the adults who bought into this nonsense. Um, I don't, you know, there are actually people who are stolen um, from roads, from their homes, they're thrown into a van, they're shipped off somewhere and they don't know, you know, what's going on. There are actually people who are poor, who are looking for a way to survive, who go into things like that, thinking that they're going to get a better life. You know, there are people who it's sort of just because of the condition that, that, you know, where they are or where they come from, unfortunately, they they just fell prey to these things. 
Yes, those I can understand. But people who who appear to be wealthy, they have family around them, people who love them, who care for them, and then they take their own money and get into stuff like this and sign up for stuff like this and willingly do all these things. You cannot, after doing all that, start crying and saying that you were in a cult, somebody brainwashed you and all this nonsense. That doesn't make sense to me, but hey, if you listen to this and you think I'm way off base, please chime in. Let me know what you think because, yeah, this is for the birds. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.